Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into the Morning Five podcast. Today is Wednesday, August 10th. And as always, today's podcast is sponsored by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, I said this yesterday, and it holds true again today. We don't even have a food day today. I thought today Zero was... Zero food days today. Are you sure about this? Yep. Because I thought today was National S'mores Day. So let me double check that, but go ahead. Today is National Lazy Day and National Spoil Your Dog Day. So if you have work, call out and be lazy. (laughs) It is National Spores Day. You're right. Yeah, I thought it was. Hold on. Let me check another website because the website I used didn't have that on there. That's weird. That's interesting. Huh. wonder why that is. Oh, it's s'more. Yeah. National S'mores Day. There you go. You a s'mores fan? Yes. Yeah. I, I am. I, I enjoy making s'mores. Um, anytime we get a fire going. Now, do you Hell make I've... it? Do you make it into a sandwich? Do you put the top the top layer gram on, or do you just eat it gram chocolate marshmallow? No, I definitely put a second gram. Do you put a second piece of chocolate on there as well? No, no. So gram chocolate marshmallow gram. Gram chocolate marshmallow gram. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, have you ever tried the? Uh, have you ever tried a s'more with a coconut uh, marshmallow? Uh, I've never heard of coconut marshmallows in my life, so no. Oh, yeah. They make a, well, I say coconut. It's a marshmallow with, like, coconut shavings on the outside. Uh, my kids like those. Sometimes we get those when they make um, when they make s'mores. Yeah, no. Uh, I've never <laughs> heard of that in my life, either. That's, like, their, that's like the biggest, uh, like, thing, like, deal for them in the fall. is like, making, roasting hot dogs over the fire and making s'mores. Like, that's, like, the highlight of their fall. Wow. I'm like this. Okay. Yeah. I'm like. I'm like. This is. This is. Why, why do y'all like this so much? Like, hot dogs are terrible. I understand you like s'mores. I don't like s'mores. But yeah, that's like, we're all, like every single night. Can we make? Can we do a bonfire outside and make hot dogs and s'mores? <laughs> like, I, I guess so. Why are y'all so excited about this? <laughs> but that's uh yeah that's what they want to do every single fall night for some reason. I don't understand it. Um, so National S'more Day, National Lazy Day, and National Spoil Your Dog Day. Billy, last night the Braves uh, broke the losing streak. They get a win up in Boston, 9-7 to in 11 wasn't innings. It wasn't easy, was it? No, it wasn't. It was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Uh, when we took the lead, I think it was 5-4. to four, I was like, all right, that's right, we're going to cruise it. to the victory now. Yeah, yeah, we're done. We're good. Uh, wasn't so easy. Wasn't, wasn't the easiest win that I thought we were going to have last night. Riley... Had himself a night, five RBIs last night, including an absolute moonshot over the green monster. Ended up in somebody's backyard, I'm pretty sure, down there in Boston. 
That thing cleared the monster, cleared the stands, uh, cleared the lights pretty easily. Uh, the only question I had was, was it going to stay fair or foul? It stayed fair, and it absolutely, I mean, had no problem clearing the big green monster. Yeah, it was, Riley is playing very, very good baseball, including the uh, RBI hit in the 11th to, to bring home everybody. So, I mean, we scored nine. He had five of those RBIs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's just what he does. The dude is on a tear right now. You know who uh, else you know, is we on a tear? And I just saw this stat this morning. Poor K. Ronald Acuna. He is. Since a credit where credit is due. Since New York, uh, he is 11 for 24, scored six runs, including three on Tuesday, raising his average 17 points during this hot streak. And two of those runs that he scored last night were because of aggressive base running, which I love yes. to see out of Acuna. Yes. Um, both of those slides into home plate were absolutely fantastic. And yeah, honestly, honestly, since we sort of kind of started harping on how bad Acuna has been playing, he's really turned it on, getting on base, scoring runs. Uh, you know, he got a stolen base last night. So it it's good to see that coming around. Uh, Swanson, Contreras, Arcia, and Harris all with RBIs last night as well. Morton, man, another subpar outing for him. Six innings pitched, five earned runs, and seven Ks. That's sort of been the MO for Morton. Like, it's, you know, he'll either have a shutdown game or he'll give up four, five, six runs. Like, there's not a lot of in-between for Morton this year. And I said this uh, last yesterday when we knew Morton was pitching tonight. It's almost cyclical. Like he he'll yep. go. He went six and two thirds with the uh, with the Phillies last time he went out, and then gave up zero earned runs. And the last night he goes out and gives up five earned runs and six innings pitch. It's it's weird how that works. It's a good outing, bad outing, good outing, bad outing. It's not really what you want to see out of your ace. No, and he's and he's not an ace. So we've got to stop calling him that because I mean, no offense, Charlie's just gotten to that point where. He is that that veteran presence and somebody who can pitch for us and right now he is not pitching very very well especially yeah. after last Con- night consistently but, i would say he's not pitching consistently we we will get one or two outings a month where he just shuts them down and then we'll get one or two outings a month where it's just weird i you know i don't i can't figure out there's no rhyme or reason to it that i've seen charlie morton's never lost in fenway though Really? That's an awesome, that's an awesome, awesome stat. I didn't know that. So (laughs) can we get Boston to the World Series this year? What are the the odds of that happening? (laughs) Uh, The pin last night was great, Billy. They only gave up one earned run over five innings pitch. Tyler Matzik gets the save, uh, which is awesome to see. What's not awesome to see, unfortunately, after the game, Orlando Arcia said he heard a pop in his left hamstring, uh, and he probably will be on the IL for the rest of the season, unfortunately. Unfortunately, uh, the question is, who the hell do we bring up? Because I, I don't know. Yeah, I have I, no. I mean, the the shoemate kid I know was a rumor, but he got hurt in AAA and he or AA and he is on the um, IL for the rest of the year. Uh, he tore his PCL or something like that. So uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. Travis Demerit, he's in a six to eight week recovery. Um, Shoemake is done for the season. Demerit's an outfielder uh, I, anyway. I think he play. I think he plays infield. I think we can move him to the to the infield. I believe that's what Dave O'Brien was saying yes last night on Twitter at least. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Adrianza will be kind of our stopgap there. We'll get Ozzy hopefully back mid to late next month. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Do, are you comfortable with Adrianza playing second base for a month, month and a half for the Braves? No. No. Yeah, I'm not either. I agree with you. Somebody on Twitter last night said, uh, said go get Andrelton Simmons, and I have no idea how in the world that would happen because he is on the Cubs and the trade deadline's up. Uh, AA is a wizard, though, so he might be able to go through some loopholes or something, but I I don't know if there's any rumors or if that is just a, a Twitter pipe dream. Yeah, that was that was world that was the uh, Atlanta Barstool. <laughs> yeah, what were they what were they talking about? How could how could we get it? The trade I, deadlines up. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right, Billy, let's move on to college football position. You, you know, every single year they talk about QBU, RBU, wide receiver U, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Uh, so there was a there was an article yesterday that I was reading that kind of broke down what the best colleges were at each position since 1998. They picked 1998 because that's when the BCS started. Um, so this is this is college football position U from 1998, 1998 to now. So uh, let me know if you agree or disagree here. QBU, Oklahoma, USC, Oregon, Bama, Louisville. Um, okay. I'm, I'm going through my mind and I'm thinking – why is Oregon QBU? Because they've had Mariota and uh, Justin Herbert. And that's Inside all I can think of. Okay. And neither and, and and Herbert is still to be seen. And Mariota, I mean, he's a serviceable quarterback. He's fine, but yeah. So that's QBU. RBU is Bama, Wisconsin, LSU, Miami, and Oklahoma. That makes sense. Yeah, okay, Bama by a mile. Whiskey yeah. second by a mile to LSU. I think that's a great. I think, I think out of all of these, that is the most unarguable list right there. With Georgia, RBU. Georgia not being included in there is a little bit laughable, but we'll go with it. Yeah, Georgia's think, had I, some really good running backs and coming through since nineteen ninety eight. Let's be real. I'm not going to disagree with you there. Yeah. Uh, wide receiver U, USC, LSU, 100%. Bama, Oklahoma, and Ohio State. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And Ohio State creeps on that list late because of what uh, they're doing right now. Yeah, we haven't st- we haven't really had historically great wide receivers at Ohio State. It's just been in the recent, I don't know, five to six years. I mean, outside of Michael Thomas, really. Ted Ginn was nice, and Chris Gamble was okay. Uh, Anthony Gonzalez, all those are okay wide receivers, but yeah, it's... It's recently, it's recently stuff that has brought us on that list. Yeah, Jenkins. Jenkins was good. Um, D-line you. Bama, FSU, Ohio State, Penn State, Clemson. Yeah, that's fair, too. Yeah, um, I think they nailed that one. Bama, definitely number one because of what they're doing. Florida State. I don't know. Florida State, I guess. I guess we'll go with yeah, that. Yeah, the FSU, the, the D-line at FSU is like the one thing that has still made them relevant. I feel like they pump defensive linemen into the NFL every single year, and it's the one thing that's kind of kept them on the national landscape. I mean, outside of that national championship with Jameis Winston forever ago, it feels like they just haven't really done anything, honestly. Right. Uh, linebacker U, Georgia, Bama, Ohio State, Penn State, USC. This is the one that I'm kind of curious about. Like, I mean, I, I'll go with it. I'm not really fond of calling Georgia linebacker you, but we'll go with it. 
Whatever. Who, who do you who do you think should be number one over over uh, Georgia and, and linebacker you? I honestly like I'm trying to think of the linebackers coming out of Georgia since 1998. Okay, so that's that's okay. where my thinking goes. And you know, don't get me wrong, they've had some really good ones come out. I'm just. I'm not sure if it's enough to call them linebacker you. Over, over. I see. I, yeah, I, I would. Yeah, it's tough because Bama has had some absolute ballers come out. Um, that's a tough one. That, that's a, uh, that's probably the slimmest margin there between Bama and UGA and the LBU, and then, and then in DBU, it's Ohio State, LSU, Bama, Florida, Miami. Yes. Um, I think, I think OSU and LSU are. By far the two best DBUs, so Absolutely. that's a that's kind of the that's kind of the state of college football positioning you in 2022 since 1998. Uh, a lot of movers, a lot of fallers, a lot of gainers in this list. It'll be interesting to see where this list goes in the next uh, five to ten years with the NIL and the way recruiting is going now. Uh, to see how much of that changes, because you see Ohio State, they're on D, they're on D line U, they're on linebacker U, they're on DBU. Uh, the only offensive they're on right now is wide receiver U, and which is funny because our defense has sucked for three or four years. So it's you know we're kind of transferring over we've to had, that. Uh, we've that had individual side. individual like studs come out because I mean let's Chase Young is has only been in the league for what three four years now three years I think yeah, yeah so it's it's individual um, that have been in there Bosa's have been been in there so that's Sam why they're on the yes. Yeah, Hubbard. we have individual contributors. Yeah. We don't have like Georgia's uh, defense from last year where everybody was an no. absolute stud and worked yeah. together. <laughs> so Bryce, you, uh, went, you went and watched some basketball on Sunday. How was that? It was great, man. Yeah, it was Kyle Sandy's Fall League over in East Paulding. I love the format. It's a uh, They do a college format, two 20-minute halves, and it's a running clock. Um, so you get through games in about 45 to 50 minutes. Not a lot of stoppages, not a ton of whistles, which I absolutely love. Uh, not a ton of timeouts. I really love the format. It's a, uh, I don't know, it's a very laid back feel, uh, but also a very competitive feel. It's a, it's a pretty cool league. I will be going back again this Sunday. Um, they play every Sunday, but Labor Day Sunday up in East Paulding. Games usually start at noon and the last one's at five. He has the schedule posted uh, all on his um, website if you want to go see it. But we have some local stars that are shining out there. In uh, assists, we have O'Brien Watkins from Carrollton, who's tied for third in the entire league. There you go, uh, and then on the, on the women's side, uh, scoring, Kaya Swint from Villarica is first right now in the entire league in scoring with 15 points. Um, she led all scores over the weekend for the women. And then Madison Reese from Carrollton is tied for third in scoring for the uh, for the girls' side in go, that ladies. tournament. And rebounds, Laura Mitchell from Carrollton is first, and Gabrielle Grant from Villarica is third. Uh, in assists, Maya Jones Scarborough from Carrollton is second in assists, and she's also first in steals in the entire league right now. So second in assists, first in steals, and then in blocks, Gracie Byford from Villarica tied for second in the entire league for blocks. And if Ooh, anybody, Gracie Byford, yeah. the five foot nothing, yep, <laughs> maybe a hundred pounds. <laughs> maybe a hundred pounds and i'm sure yeah. gracie's taller than five foot I, i'm just saying great i don't know. doesn't look gracie doesn't look very very tall from 
from watching there. <laughs> I, I, I love I love watching Gracie play because you see her you see her out there on the court and she doesn't look like your prototypical basketball player. You know, she's a little shorter, she's a little thinner, and dude, she gets the ball and her handles and her court vision and stuff is just it's crazy because it's so shocking. Uh, but yeah, she's tied for second right now in the Kyle Sandy Fall League uh, for blocks for the girls' side of the blocks. So. I'm excited to see what they got this weekend. I forget who plays. Uh, this past weekend was Carrollton versus Central, um, which was a which was a really good game. Uh, Central has uh, Messiah Boykin, who's going to be a sophomore this year, who I'm excited to see what he can bring to the table this winter. Um, but yeah, you get a little little taste of basketball here in the fall on the uh, on the Sunday Kyle Sandy League, and they got multiple games going at once in the Main and Ox Gym. And it's only five bucks to get in, man. You get in about five to six hours worth of entertainment for $5. So I will definitely be back this Sunday. There you go. All right, Bryce, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard. Yesterday, we we did get in some softball, but some of them were called. Uh, Bowden and Temple were rescheduled till next Tuesday, 8-16 at 5-30. So Bowden at Temple next Tuesday, 8-16 at 5-30. Callaway lost to Heard County 11-2. And uh, the, the game finished on a walk-off grand slam, I believe. Right? Wasn't yeah, it sure did. <laughs> uh, Cedartown lost to Bremen eleven to three, and there were so many good things that came out of that game. And thank, thankfully, you know, Bremen puts out a lot of information, so I'll, we'll have to update that a little bit later. Woodward Academy at Mount Zion. Uh, Mount Zion was up 7-1 after one inning, but had multiple lightning delays and didn't continue. And I've talked with Coach Cohen, and they are going to um, work on rescheduling down the road. Uh, Villarica spanked Lithia Springs. Put it on Lithia Springs. and nothing. Tori Wofford, three innings pitch, one hit, seven Ks. Taylor Love, loving good. Uh, two for three from the plate. Aubrey cursed one for one, and Addie Orr had her first home run of her senior year. So oh, that's awesome. There you go. Let's go. Uh, in volleyball, Carrollton out of Alatoona. They lost to Alatoona but beat New Manchester, and Heard County um, beat Harrelson County and beat Temple in volleyball yesterday. On the Stump at Games and Events calendar, uh, we've got four games in softball tonight. Central at Noonan at 6. Carrollton at Alexander at 5.30. Hard County at Bremen at 6. Oh, that's a juicy one. That would uh, be great. <laughs> oh, and I don't like, have anything to do tonight. Oh. That's Ooh, a I might juicy make my, one Yeah, Bremen, I might man. have to make my way out to Bremen, man. That's a... That's a Douglas County at Temple at 5.30. Uh, so for the Bremen girls, Billy, I just pulled up the, uh, the article that the... And by the way, thank you, Bremen Softball, for putting out as much stuff as you do. I'm telling you, the softball teams around here and their social media presence did a fantastic job last night of posting all of these girls' names and stats and yep. pictures and everything out there. That's fantastic. I love to see it. All of these athletes need as much praise as they possibly can get. Uh, the standout player for last night for Bremen softball was Ansley Agen uh, because of her offensive approach. She hit two doubles, a single, and three stolen bases. Jeez. <laughs> That is the way to get on base and start producing. Oh, no I love joke. that. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Macy Macy Pruitt hit a home run last night, and Haley Duke hit a grand slam for for Bremen. Bremen's girls last night were absolutely on fire. So congratulations to them. Yeah, and I, I talked with uh, Mickey Harper yesterday, and he was he he was pleased with the win. So 
we have some insanely talented girls on the west side. You know, yeah, as, as good as the boys' sports are, you know, with football and the and uh, baseball and men's basketball, I would argue that we <laughs> that the girls we have on the west side might be more impressive, man, with the softball and the women's basketball we have. And we just had Villarica cheerleaders go to state. We had a couple cheerleaders from Villarica go to state. I mean, it's it's an embarrassment of riches we have out there on the uh, girls' athletic side. Yeah, and, and let's not forget that Carrollton's head coach was a state champion at Hurt County, was a national champion at, at Florida State. I mean, so that's the kind Pretty of good pedigree. That's, yeah, that's, that's the kind of pedigree <laughs> we're building out here in the West Georgia area. And I'm not sure how we are in volleyball out here on the West Side, but I'm just going to go ahead and assume that we have a couple dogs out here on the West Side just because of how good all of the other uh, girls' sports are out here no on the doubt. West Side. I'm just going to assume we have some great volleyball teams out here. Yeah. And we'll see that as the uh, as the season goes on. Bill, you need another cup of coffee this morning, man? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes that makes two of us, man. Late night, last night, doing track talk and everything else. So that'll be dropping today. Uh, Billy Hard Knocks dropped last night. I haven't got to watch it yet. I will watch it today at some point. How excited are you for Hard Knocks this year? Okay, so I haven't been excited about Hard Knocks, but after seeing um, Pat McAfee tweet, like basically live tweet Hard Knocks, I am pumped about this. Like I'm, I'm ready to go. I cannot wait to watch this. So I purposely, because I usually get Pat's tweets into my phone because I love Pat's tweets. He's hilarious. Yeah. I turned them off last night because I purposely did not want any spoilers for Hard Knocks. <laughs> I wanted to go into it with a fresh mind, fresh eyes and everything today. Um, I'm massively excited about Hard Knocks. I know it's the Lions and they're kind of the butt of the joke, but I, I love MCDC. I love Chris Spielman. Um, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see what Hard Knocks does up there. Uh, I'm a big NFL fan, big football fan. Uh, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell says the evidence calls for at least a full year suspension for Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson. We kind of, this is what we were saying at the. I mean, you knew that they were going to do somewhere between six and eight. Like, I, I, I'm saying I knew the NFL would be a year. Like, the NFL is going to say a year, and this is this is what I kind of figured. It, it, and if the NFL gives them a year, I believe Deshaun Watson's team is going to countersue the NFL. I, this has gotten so muddied with the legal system and who can countersue and do all this stuff and that stuff. Like, I, I heard the guy come on Pat's show the other day and talk about it. And I, dude, I'll be honest with you, 30 seconds in him talking about it, I was completely lost. I, I couldn't follow it. I didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah, but the thing is, is I think after, like, it's written in the CBA that it's the commissioner has the final say on this. Yeah, so the commissioner can can has the final say, so he can say what his suspension is. But after that, Deshaun Watson's team can take him to court and appeal in the federal court of appeals, and that could take I, I don't know, man. This this whole situation is so Rude. crappy. I wish just find a suspension and stick with it. You know, like just just find find a suspension and stick with it. Uh, Los Angeles Angels Shohei Otani joins Babe Ruth as the only player in MLB history to have at least 10 home runs and 10 wins in the same season. Uh, whenever you are in the same breath as the Babe, you're doing something right in baseball. Yeah, Shohei is a star. He is an absolute star in baseball. And he deserves to be on a better team than the Angels. Yes. So does Trout. But, yes. you know, 
that it, that is what it is. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals to play in Paycor Stadium following the naming rights deal. Paul Brown Stadium is no longer. The Bengals have finally made up their mind that they actually want to make money. So Paycor Stadium it is instead of Paul Brown Stadium. I understand the move. It is a little depressing because I do love the name Paul Brown Stadium. Yeah, and when I think about this, I think of this. <laughs> yeah, that's you got to get the money, man. Money is king, unfortunately. I know, but I mean, even the Saints, the Saints Superdome has always been the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, and now it's not. It's not the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Now it's something else. I didn't know that. What is it, it now? Do you I, know? I don't remember, but it's not Mercedes-Benz. It's it's something like it keep jumping from name to name and it's just i'm so done with it i didn't know that huh uh brad guzan doc dropping today question mark there was a tweet sent out by atlanta united yesterday with brad guzan kind of sitting there and breaking down film and everything and just had today's date on it so uh so maybe there's a maybe there's a brad guzan doc coming today that'd be pretty cool i'd watch that caesar's superdome caesar's superdome now is that is that the real caesar's superdome did caesar live there you're so stupid. I love you. <laughs> uh, uh, Rams coach Sean McVay <laughs> announces he signed an extension with the team during the offseason, and the GM for the Rams is uh, in talks uh, of an extension as well. Uh, Sean McVay, well-deserved extension in my opinion. I think he is one of probably the top five coaches in the NFL right now. No I like doubt. him a lot. Yeah, Sean McVay yeah, is a doing stud. Doing great things. Uh, he's a stud, and my wife absolutely loves him. And if he was single, I'm pretty sure Emily would leave me for Sean McVay. Don't blame her. I'd probably leave myself for Sean McVay as well. So, you know, there's that. Uh, and today in 1934, Babe Ruth announces this is his final season as a full-time player. One of the greatest of all time to do it announced that 19 the 1934 season would be his last. Billy Babe Ruth was my hero growing up. He was my favorite player because... Uh, he was kind of a fatter kid that was good at baseball, and I was a fatter kid who was not good at baseball. So <laughs> <laughs> he was he was by far my hero. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, Babe Ruth is is an absolute legend, and there are so many different. I, I actually showed Gavin uh, the movie The Babe. Um, not oh too long yeah, ago, yeah. and uh, he was really interested in, in into it. So nice. Yeah, Billy, you got anything else to add today, man? No, no, I'm good. Trying to think. All right, let's get let's get out of here on a hump day. Everybody have a fantastic day. How's the weather looking? I think we're good. No rain today, right? I think there's rain tomorrow, but today no rain. I uh, think. I saw. still think we have like thirty cent percent chance of of rain today, but okay. we'll be That's all right. It's kind of your typical Georgia Southern or Georgia summer. Uh, you know, 40 percent pop up no, showers here and there. Today. You know, we were. I was in Douglasville yesterday, pouring down rain, thundering, lightning, storming, yada, yada, yada. Grayson was out at football practice, not a drop of rain, no thunder, no lightning, no nothing. They had an entire football practice last yeah, last night. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. That's old, old Georgia summer weather, man. All right, folks, we will see y'all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors! <laughs>